And that is a fact. I know it. Big sweaty nipples. This is recording. That has so much fucking reverb. Uh, a sex cave. Recording this in the Nutty Putty Cave, which is a real cave. The boys do love. The boys do love Nutty Putty. Someone died in that cave. I'm serious. It is a real cave. Yeah. I'm. I'm serious. It was mentioned. No. No, no, no. I think it's somewhere in the States, and I think the guy who died in it was Mormon. Um, but I, I wouldn't look it up if you're claustrophobic. I know reading about that makes me feel squeamish. Yeah. Well, he, he he went into a crevice that he thought was the right crevice, but it, but it wasn't, and it got narrower. This is my hole. It was made for me. It was made for, for all these jars of nut butter and putty that I... Yeah. Shall, shall we get the show on the road, boys? Hi, and welcome to our show, Wow, We Have a Band. It's a show all about music, why we love it, why it's so powerful and cute. I'm your host, Nick. I'm your other host, Ryan. And today, we have a very special, special episode, because we have a return of a guest. We had him on last season. Ooh. Good old Devin. Thank you, thank you. Always good to be, uh, always good to be back. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't scare you off after last time. Well, you, uh, you, te- you tested my, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to put one of my big boy pants, but I'm, uh, I'm back this time around for another beating. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, it's great to have you back. You're you're visiting from Ontario once again. Yes, yes. This is uh, probably my coming up to four years. Four years in uh, Toronto. Back to school. I've been back for back for the the summer. I was fortunate enough to be able to save up some money, take a break, and and go on vacation. It's been chilling, doing some some camping, hamping, uh, hanging out by the beach, and you know, vibing and having a good time. It's been a long winter. Man, that sounds like a great summer. Uh, thanks. I mean, thanks, what man. more can you do and, and go to all PEI besides just chill and go to some beaches, man. That's great. Mm-hmm. What else to do in PEI than drink yourself to death? <laughs> 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 and pl- and uh, there's plenty of other things too that you can do while doing that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it adds to the experience. But you know, it's all about, it's all about the, um, it's not about the alcoholism you gain. It's about the alcoholism you carry with you along the way. Exactly. So. <laughs> you pass it down through many, many families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the it's not the liver failure. It's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> it's the liver's success that matters. It's, yeah. It's, it's all the times that it succeeded. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I personally was pretty excited to uh, have you back on because we, we had such a great conversation last time when... Went in many, many interesting directions. Yeah, it's always it's always good having a having a chat, especially mm-hmm. on um, especially about uh, music because it's something that you don't even really think about it sometimes, but it's always on in the background of our lives. Yeah, um, it makes it makes up the part of the environment of uh, of wherever or wherever we go. You know, whether we're driving or or hanging out or passing in a restaurant, passing by. But mm. still, even if it's not something that you engage with constantly, it's um, it's, it's still a part of the in, environment that molds us, and and we mold it. Yeah. So it's it's a cool thing that um, 
yeah, especially going camping a lot. It's, uh, it's something that can really, you know, having the Bluetooth, having a, a Bluetooth speaker with, uh, some good tunes really can set the, uh, make the difference between, <laughs> make the difference between sitting down and doing nothing and, and, uh, and vi- it adds the secret mm-hmm. ingredient to, uh, to good times. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's the soundtrack to our lives, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's what's going on in your, you know, it's what's going on in your head, even if you're not imagining it or even mm-hmm. if you're not thinking of it, it is, uh. So, uh, to start off, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll go around to talk about what's, what's new with us, what's going on musically and otherwise Anything new with you, Nick. Yeah. Well, really, uh, like up quick update just on us. It's been a long time since we've done an episode really, but yeah, it, um, our last episode we were talking about, um, just the music, musical saturation. And, uh, we also mentioned some things about some other kooky things. Some kooky, crazy things that I'm sure the kids will love. <laughs> yeah, and probably, uh, probably not our most uh, musical episode for sure. Not a whole lot of music, but uh, now we have. Uh, man, I've been to about six concerts since the last time we had one of these oh, podcasteroos. Awesome. So nice, nice. Yeah, I, I went to go. I saw Judas Priest back in April. I was able to go see Shine Down in Quebec. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, it was Aaron Jones and Pop Evil open for them, and they just <laughs> rocked. That's sweet. Um, how was how was Judas Priest? Judas Priest was amazing. Oh my god, that's he, sick. His voice is like just as good now as it was back then. He's mm. got like the high vocals. I maybe not just as good, but he's 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 kept it very well, <laughs> maintained it even better in some areas. Like, nice. Kind of like Bruce Dickinson, Dickinson, the singer of Iron Maiden. Uh, he's also gotten really good. Nice. I love uh, I love going one mile an hour over the speed limit while listening to breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about songs that create environments. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah. Metal music obviously makes you go grr mm-hmm. on the pedal. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, and then I got to go to Truro and I went to see rock the boat or rock the hub. Sorry. Uh, and I saw Three Days Grace, Saint Asonia, oh, nice. July Talk, and The Glorious Sons. That was, oh, that would be a sick concert. <laughs> that was the big one for me. Yeah, a lot of great Canadian bands. And I, my, my first mosh pit was Three Days Grace, funny enough. Nice, um, nice. <laughs> it was great. I was, uh, That's awesome. I, uh, yeah, first time I saw all of those bands. So. How, how did you find the, uh, how, how did the pit treat you, brother? Oh, man, yeah. It was, it was, it was honestly pretty good. We walked out uh, pretty okay. Um, my, my friend that I went there with my roommate Colby, he got beat up a little bit, but, <laughs> but, uh, other than that, it's it about what fun. you put into it. Exactly. You, you get about what you put into it, right? Absolutely. Usually elbows, <laughs> usually elbows. Yeah. <laughs> or people just pushing you while you're mid jump and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great show singing along to pretty much all the lyrics to those bands. Cause those are some of my favorite bands. Mm. And then, uh, the next weekend I went to Tyne Valley to see our lady peace and a couple other bands, but that was the second time I saw them and. Man, they were mm. phenomenal. Another great Canadian band. Nice. Uh, and yeah. I haven't been to any concerts, actually, because uh, nice. I'm a second-class citizen in this country. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Um, yeah, no, everything's been closed down in Toronto for about... Uh, until, like, a couple of months ago. So I've just been kind of... Uh, kind of chilling, having my own, uh, my own personal uh, bedroom concerts. That sounds dirtier than it is. But uh, yeah, mostly uh, haven't been to. I'm excited to go see more concerts when they when they come out and see more live music. Hopefully, um, hopefully in the fall. Lately, everything just seems to be just starting to uh, just starting to come back now. So I've, hopefully, I didn't miss too much, and and things will be uh, well. It, it seems that the way things are going is that when they come back, they come back with a bang. So 
Oh yeah, like there was it. It was really rare kind of thing. It was like in Canada anyway. Like the like I, all the I, all all those concerts happened within a span of like a month. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a really magical kind of energy. Like people were just really 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 excited to be back at a live concert. Man, it was oh. just great to kind of forget the world, have that shared experience. You know, same old thing with concerts. But it just it was really nice just to get out with somebody, see some. Nice. Have some good time, sing some songs, man. It was just, it was a great time. It's, it's good <laughs> to see it happening again, and hopefully we can keep the trajectory up, of course. But uh, let's not talk about the pandemic any more than that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't like keeled over because you were doing like so many concerts, and uh, yeah, like I mean, obviously you're having a blast, but <laughs> what with work and everything too, like you're just exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, man, I it's been. I was like, yeah, summer is a good time to like get some rest. Nope, nope. but it's been go go go, and <laughs> I, I I wouldn't take it back. It's been great, very exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Rest means do the most physically. You know, you finally have time to do the most physically demanding uh, things you do all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much that's it with me, really. Um, what's been up with you, Ryan? Um. Well. Uh... I made a little trip out to Montreal a little while ago. No concerts to speak of, though, there. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I mean, musically, um, we've, we, we, we recorded some demos and stuff a little while ago. Just, yeah, getting some, getting some rough stuff down. Um, other than that, like, I've been, you know listening to a lot of music at work. I've had a lot of, uh, a lot of, I, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but I've had some good, clear ideas about, um, of, of songs that I want to make in the near future. And I did start messing around with, uh, studio one again, a little bit. It's nice. Um, just, just like a little bit. Cause like <laughs> having to troubleshoot for like 10 minutes before, <laughs> before you actually start. Yeah putting anything down does kind of like put of a mm. <laughs> it cuts into your creative time and energy a little bit but um how do you find it once you uh once you got into it because it yeah starting with a new a new software is always it's always disorienting and uh you know it's um it seems pretty good like um just from what little i did like um mm. it was cool to like put in the the virtual instrument and kind of mess around with it and stuff. Um, but you know, I only got a little bit into it. Okay. Yeah. I might get back into, uh, to studio one. Cause I've mostly been, I've just been working a lot during the, um, during the summer trying to just work in long hours and, uh, you know, listen, listening to a lot of, uh, dad rock on the, on the radio, mostly <laughs> dad rock and, uh, electronic music I was doing I was doing construction where I was working with Russians and and Mexicans so it was either like Dan it was all it was either like techno like old school like techno music it's a real Russian radio and then or um or like Spanish dance hall music which is like yeah, they're they're literally that the, all that's like the only that. beat. That's yeah. the only. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it gets you fired up though. You know, yeah. when you're when you're digging trenches and uh, you know you're at the time of the year where it goes from like 
snowing and frozen the ground's completely frozen to the next week it's it's blazing hot and there's like sweaty mud puddles everywhere (laughs) it's uh you know it's good music for digging trenches and uh lifting stones and cutting cutting tiles and and uh and stuff actually i I I actually i actually dig dance hall music a lot now um (laughs) and edm i love edm i've always liked edm especially uh i've always had a song even kind of it's trash. Even though it's trash and generic, sometimes well, it's it's well, it's so po- it's so popular that it's like everybody tries to make um, time. There's a time and a place. <laughs> there's a time yeah. and a place. I'm not I'm not going to like uh, <laughs> listen to hard bass when I'm go- when I'm going to bed and I uh, my earbuds. But I prefer IDM, intelligent IDM. dance music. I kid you not that that is a genre. I oh I know and all about uh, I know all about IDM. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, Aphex Twin is considered I, IDM. Sometimes Boards of Canada, although I wouldn't say most of their stuff is. Attacker, Attacker is. Oh yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're is, is that one dude? I think I think it's two dudes. Two dudes. It's always oh, two yeah, bald yeah, yeah. dudes with weird tattoos, <laughs> like computer code tattoos. But, uh, yeah, um, but it, it was you who suggested that I try Studio One because you said it was mm. the it had the best free version. Yeah, it was the first one, the first music software I ever uh, learned. It came with, I think it was recommended to me by I think the guy at the Long and McQuaid. Mm. I remember I was buying a, a microphone down there. They recommended Studio. They recommended Studio One. So, and then I got the uh, I tried the free copy. And then I bought a keyboard in Toronto. Um, it came with like the premium version. Oh, cool! So, so yeah. I was I was running that in FL Studio. I, I did more right. stuff on uh, on FL Studio, and then I would use the when I was going to school. I would I, I would use um, totally totally legit uh, software purchased from Iran. <laughs> For all my because because when I went to school, it's like. You know, I'm spending all my money to move to a completely new place. I'm doing the, I made this kind of ramshackle plan to uh, to go out and, and do school in Toronto for production. Uh, but they didn't tell me I'd have to buy all this extra stuff on top of like on top of it. Like I'd have to buy, you know, all these every it seemed like every course had like a different program. That's how they get you. So that's how they get me. And I didn't. I was like, I gotta buy. I don't have enough money for food out here. So. Anyway, I, f- I found a discounted uh, version. <laughs> well, there you go. What's your collection at now for amount of like instruments, where and stuff that you've collected for music? You got a good pile going now, or? Um, I had a de- I had a decent pile on my old computer, but um, during during the uh, the you know the time off that everybody, I used the stimulus money to buy a gaming laptop. <laughs> oh, beautiful! Because I wanted to make I wanted to buy a real investment. Because my old laptop was really, uh, it had all the, it ha- it still has, I still keep it because it has all this, uh, checked up on it in a minute. But um, I still have uh, Studio One and I still have uh, FL Studios and I ported those to my new, uh, my new laptop. Nice. And I got some, I think I got, I, I still have one sample pack that I got from one of my, uh, he really liked with some uh, like hip hop, hip hop drums and, and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, like drum drum kits. It's it's a pretty big uh, folder of drum kits and samples. And I used to have a subscription to Splice, which is like um, it's like audio, it's like Audible for samples, where you get okay. where you get points 
and you can, it's like 12 bucks a month or something. It was like 10 bucks. You get samples or you get points and you can use them to buy samples because they have this big online library of, uh, got producers constantly say they, they buy samples from producers. Basically they've got these new packs that they've always got on, uh, on it. It's a really good, uh, it was a really cool resource. If you're looking for kind of, you know, a, a unique sample packs or, um, drum kits, you know, synth waves and stuff like that. Love me a good drum kit. And I think I, I know a guy who likes synth waves. Let's go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's wicked, man. That's awesome. Like, I don't think we don't really have any fancy software. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, well, you can get like a decent amount of like sale. You can get like whole packs for, you know, every month you can get more than, um, more more than enough to uh, to add some spice to whatever whatever you're working on. I okay. haven't I haven't checked up on it in a, in a minute. I think I I think I let my subscription lapse, but uh, so uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of cool stuff on there when I was checking. Hot damn! Now that I got more now that I got more free time, I might get back into I might boot up the old FL Studios or Studio One. I want to try Reaper as well. I've heard a lot of good things about oh, yeah. uh, Reaper. My roommate. Um, my roommate who's a pretty good guitarist. He he uses says it's, <laughs> it's like seventy bucks and it's it's really really good for um, definitely on par with all of the other uh, the other yeah. top ones. So one of those things where it's kind of like whatever you know you just got to find whatever you're most comfortable with. Because I like FL mm-hmm. Studio, but I found that the whole it it's definitely for like drum program it's definitely focused more towards drum programming and like percussion and and like beats uh which is good which is good but it, i found it a little kind of harder to do like podcasting stuff right. and like less more non musical audio which is kind of the direction that i you know cuz professionally i was setting up for like business conferences and stuff like that okay right? so i was doing um zoom meetings and uh translation gigs where i would set up um the trans, you know, I'd set up and program the translation booth for government meetings where they required like a French translator for everything. So, uh, I found, I found for, uh, for that sort of stuff, it wasn't, it was a little bit less intuitive. So, and then there's stuff like, um, for the, well, what were the other ones? Ableton, which is like definitely more, uh, they say it's more electronic, uh, more for electronic and then logic, which is for Apple nerds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which of course, which of course it's the, you know, it's the perfect software and nothing can, nothing can ever beat it. And, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's for Apple, uh, Apple officiant, Apple appreciators, Apple plebs. <laughs> and then, um, what's, oh, um, the, the professional one, whatever, the, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking It's, um, oh my God. I don't know what the name is, but I know what you mean. The the gray, the one where everything's gray and it's like, yeah. it looks like it was designed in the 90s, but yeah. it's the only one that, uh, what is it? Pro, it's by Avid. 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 Pro Tools. Pro, Pro Tools. Tools. How did Jesus I forget? Christ. How did I forget Pro Tools? Wow. I did like two, I did like half a year of classes on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's only a little bit of time. That's so fine. It's, but it, co- it costs like $2,000 a year or something. Mm. It's, oh, geez. You gotta, it's the only one where you have to pay for a subscription like it's friggin' World of Warcraft. Do they do they still pay for? That's a good question. I would say so. Probably. I've been out of the loop, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get back in the game. I need to see my brethren again. My brethren in arms. <laughs> um, 
so yeah and like studio one where, where would you say its strengths are so you'd know better than i would um it's definitely the newest kid on the block um i would say i think it has really good midi capability oh I, yeah because they they give because they they give it give it away with a lot of midi keyboards so i imagine um yeah they've got a lot of hardware on the market personas yeah persona personas the the microphone the microphone we're talking into now are personas yeah. so they yeah, the, the, it seemed like it was pretty anticipated. Like they were waiting for Presonus to release to release a, a DAW. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's like like again, I've had very very little hands-on experience with it, mm. but I know it has like um, it it like advertises at least like um, good capability uh, for like podcasting and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, it kind of yeah. seems like multifunction a good, and. It's got good color, uh, good color coding. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got a good UI very, for very sure. Very good, uh, yeah, graphic. Uh, yeah, um, seems like a, a pretty good all around kind of kind of. Um, so yeah, anyone listening, give it a try. Maybe good free version. So I, this is kind of a, a a pretty out there question for. It's kind of wide world, but like, what Go would be it. a good one that's like a good beginner for like any musician who's listening who wants to just like start recording something and wants to get something like basic like we record um, shit on audacity so we go voice, real me- voice memos you know whatever's literally the closest thing i find the closest thing at hand whatever gets you to record it because once it's recorded you can port it into whatever you want to uh to process it so whatever so like literally whatever's within arm's reach on your phone uh for for uh for notes and and uh coming down with ideas uh, like i said uh studio one has a really good at least last time i checked they've got a really good um free version that uh, gives you f- it gives you full capabilities and uh, and it's not like a trial or anything it's oh, not like really? a trial or anything so you can just keep you can just keep using that sweet and um then after i've heard a lot of good things about reaper they say that it's like a full, it's the cheapest where you get everything. I think I'll what, check that one out, honestly. Yeah, I think that might be, if I gotta, if I'm going to have to like completely rediscover, you know, because I've been doing more, I've, like I, I said earlier, I've been going, trying to learn more about um, visual, not visual. It's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what somebody that doesn't do uh, photography and videography, basically. Yeah. Because that's something that, um, well, I, I did audio engineering. I didn't do camera tech or or, mm-hmm. f- or photography or anything like that. So, but yeah, if I'm gonna have to re rediscover, because I'm, I'm gonna have to go back into doing, and um, I'm doing a a public relations program when I go back to Toronto. So I'll be doing photography, but I'll also be doing um, video video production stuff and media stuff, as well as like a shit ton of business business, a lot of writing, which is what I really wanted wanted something that would force me to get back into writing type, you know, get better yeah, at uh, okay. typing and, and content, uh, content create, as well as uh, visual content creation. And, and ultimately I want to wrap that up with a, <clears throat> wrap that back up with a bow with uh, musical production or uh, at least, you know, sound engineer, you know, at least sound engineering. I can get, um, you know, I want to go back to working with artists again. Now that it's easier to kind of travel and, uh, Meet up with people. I might, I might uh, up some of my old um, school buddies back there because one of them actually has a a really uh, shout out to 
Josh Kalajarakos at uh, Suitcase Studios. Go, Josh. He had a dream. He wanted to have his own studio. And, you know, a couple years younger than me, he was my old roommate. And, but yeah, no, I've, I've seen his, uh, I haven't visited in person, but I've seen the, the videos and, and he's got some pretty, really cool artists coming around in, uh, in his scene. And he's got a really nice looking studio too. So he's a multi-talented guy. He's a great, uh, man, that's so cool. Yeah, no, he's a great, uh, he's a great guy. He's a, but he lives in Niagara, so I never get to see him anymore. Ah, that's the catch. Yeah. But uh, that's, yeah, that's always been like a distant dream of mine, like having a studio or something like that. But yeah, mine as well. Mine as well. Yeah, that definitely seems more like it's something you're going to do probably more than us. But well, uh, you never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, so uh, since like the last episode, have you had any other kind of deeper insights into music over the past um, year? I guess it's been actually almost to date. <laughs> Um, really just, uh, how much of a, 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 how much, how important the collaborative listening experience is, right? How much, how different it is listening to it out loud with a group of people during, you know, during an yeah. activity versus, you know, just listening by yourself in the car. Cause both of them are, both of them can be amazing. And, uh, I'll never, for, I'll never forget when I, I, um, I bought the car that I hopefully still have now. I left it in Toronto, so God knows where it is at this point. But when I first bought it last summer, it was at the same time that Donda came out, this album. And I remember testing the sound system and just putting the seat all the way back and just blasting the music in my in my parents uh, in my parents' parking lot, like driving and just listening to like like an hour, like the full, like the full hour. Wow. Of it. That's and an experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Cause it was my first car that had like Bluetooth. Right. Oh, and it had a really cool, really cool sounds. That was one of the things, you know, I wanted to test, um, you know, that would be one of the used, most used part of the car. <laughs> screw, you know, screw having, uh, you know, blinkers, blinkers, you know, roll up or power Nobody, windows. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody uses them anyway. Oh yeah. As long as it's as long as it's got a uh, good sound system then uh, rolls then. And she rolls. Good to go. That's the that's a great thing I love. Yeah. Like car mm-hmm. honestly is something I've grown to appreciate even more so. I've like gotten CDs and like yeah. the quality versus streaming it, it's like superior. Those like It's it's a mobile can... it can be fitted to be a mobile uh, a mobile listening uh, studio. Alone or with people. Exactly, exactly. Like we and, like, and it is it, it's exactly it's the cross point between, you know, you can listen to it by or you can do it while going to a place listening to uh, with a group of people, right? Like, like when we were going we did like a you know 4-hour drive to uh Nova Scotia in the middle of nowhere for to go camping and we were blasting like hard bass like uh slavic techno music the for the first half of the drive just to get us pumped up cuz we were all kind of like we were all kind of like a little tired and anxious cuz we were like back I was packing all day and uh, buddy had just gotten off of uh off work and uh, he's got a pretty fast hatchback so we were kind of and we were behind some of the slowest drivers in PEI all the way all the way between the uh the mall and the liquor store two critical um two critical the, the the last spot you know the last stop uh mandatory last stops the, the two keystone places on all exactly. of PEI exactly exactly 
but uh, once we hit the high, once we hit the bridge, we were we were zooming, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. And then when we got to the campsite, we were blasting, um, you know, dad rock and and garage rock and uh, Jimi Hendrix and um, yeah, yeah. Clear. We got to listen to CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival, old school like blues, uh, blues rock, basically music from the seventies. We were on a we were on a we were on a, a heavy seventies vibe. We were listening to some Eagles. Yeah. We had some Eagles going on in there, uh, but we all we also switched it up as, uh, as. Yeah, we really made the musical rounds that trip for sure. We <laughs> until late until very late. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Good point. Like, uh, th- there are like many different ways, kind of, to experience music, but if. I suppose if you were to categorize them, well, like active listening yeah. and passive listening. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a, a good dichotomy yeah. right from the get go. But there's also like, um, it's it's also different. Like you can be like sitting alone in the dark, listening. passive aggressive listening, passive aggressive, <laughs> active aggressive listening in the mosh pit. Yeah, <laughs> um, angrily listening while on the toilet. Um, <laughs> But uh, meditatively listening on the toilet. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah, like, but the, but there are different modes also. Like, um, like if you're driving, you you have a bit more mental faculty maybe than like if you're at work. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, like if you're on the highway and you're just cruising, mm-hmm. you have a bit more mental faculty, but maybe not like, but still not a hundred percent. So you have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Last year it was my, um, I had, uh, I was working for, um, hot tub repair. I was working for a hot tub company. Now I gave me a, uh, a Mercedes van to basically, so it, it was my job to drive for like, you know, sometimes 10 hours, you know, 10 hours a day. Wow. I between. guess they were like lukewarm tubs by the time you got there. <laughs> Some of them were down. Some of them were. Some of them were boiling, and so some of them were cauldrons of filth, and uh, and some of them were glacial, frozen filth. <laughs> but that all sounds horrible. Well, it was good. It was fun being paid to drive, though. And I got a company phone. I, I used. Um, I think I used as much data as twenty five percent of the entire company. <laughs> so, and it was all just listening because I would listen to like. I would like live, I would stream live podcasts while I was driving yeah. and then I would listen to, and then I would listen to music. Yeah. And, and I'd be going for like, and I was like, well, make my hour. <laughs> cause I was, cause they would always send me like on the most, it, they had like an AI system that would send you through the most least efficient route possible. So it would drive, you know, it'd be like drive to Niagara and then drive back to Toronto and then drive Back to Niagara, oh my God. <laughs> or or well, it wouldn't be quite. It wouldn't be quite that. It would be you know. It it would you know the order would be all kind of. Uh, oh, it never it never accounted for traffic, so I'd be stuck in traffic. But uh, it was sick being able to bomb down the highway listening to somebody else's time on the company uh, the company you know card. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wish I I wish I saved all the photos I took on that phone. Actually, landscape photos of people's backyard. Also, maybe that maybe it was good that some of those photos died. <laughs> <laughs> they can live forever on in memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. It's 
it's cool um, working and driving, but also when you're working, it's it. Uh, when I was working in a warehouse, the radio was a very. When I was doing construction and and then working in the uh, very very, the radio is very very crucial. It's the most important tool in the job site. Oh, absolutely! Every job site for me, no matter what, it's like listening to music. Oh yeah, you you knew it was um, when I was doing uh, landscape uh, construction. You knew. <laughs> You knew the boss wanted to go home when, in the final hours, he brought out the DeWalt portable uh, portable speaker and started blasting dance music, because it. Uh, he was like, "Okay, we got to get a, we got to get a, <laughs> we're two days behind. We got to get a hustle on, boys." And uh, right, give me the tools. Let's go to town, and it helps with everything. Oh yeah, if you gotta yeah, gotta like hustle down and get shit done. Yeah, blast some tunes. Mm-hmm. I'm always. I find it just helps me hold a steady pace and just like, you know, get through the day much faster exactly. as well as the war drums. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I get to listen to music. So like I'm doing the thing I've always want to be doing. So it's like, mm-hmm. if there's albums I want to listen to or check out, it's like, Hey, I can do that too. If I'm like doing mm-hmm. something mind numbingly or even like driving or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Drive. I don't mind driving. Um, some, sometimes I switch to, I, I switch to an audio book sometime when it for like super long like when i drive uh from to toronto i'll do about half audiobooks half music okay because after after a certain time it's it's um i just i just run out of uh maybe i just got to prepare better with the playlists i think i think so but uh but i mean that's just more uh you know it's just a different form of audio content at the end of the uh it's really nice. I, I'm if I'm not listening to music, I'm listening to a podcast. And there's times, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, you want like a podcast, like you want to listen to a conversation or learn something or, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And music, I find like anytime I'm in the car with like my my roommate Colby, it's always music. But anytime in the I'm in the car with Clay, it's always a podcast. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't really like. That's kind of nice to <laughs> good to switch it up. Yeah. Switch it up in the middle. Yeah, let's wig it. Yeah, but this conversation makes me. Uh... We want to, like, just, like, put on an album or something and, like, just listen to it. Mm. Like, you know, maybe do something very low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We, <laughs> we, we, might, we might do that on the cast sometime soon. But, um, but yeah, because, like, lately especially, I like podcasts at work and stuff. Not as much when I get home doing something on my like phone or whatever it's like you know youtube or something but uh yeah it's been a while since i like mostly listened although i mean like yeah that i gotta do that guy (laughs) i uh, i gotta go oh yeah it's gotta be well it's one of those things where it's like when the right album comes on it's uh when something new or a discovery of something old you know sometimes it's like okay i i can make time for for this you know you just know that you, you, the time and place comes into your mind as to when this, uh, yeah, it is so key to listen to something and like actually just sit there and listen to it. Like either just put like a good headphones on mm-hmm. or, um, just sit down, listen to a vinyl and like really immerse yourself into it and ride mm-hmm. the train because you know, there's a lot of songs that really could inspire so many beautiful things and oh, yeah. emotions and, or whatever. Um, you know, whatever dude, um, <laughs> or just, or just artists. I, I like the, um, the Spotify artists playlist because some you know when you when you're getting into a new artist sometimes it's hit or it's like you know you 
you want their best. Not you. Sometimes you want their best style. You don't. You don't know what territory you're getting into, right? Yeah. You don't know what's. You don't want to accidentally. Because uh, there could be an artist that goes through like a you know artists go through phases, right? You you want you want like the most. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it's a good. It's good to get like a selection of uh, the most popular songs, which you know that sometimes it's good to have the hits, and then you take the deep dive off of which songs you hear from which album, right? Because so many artists, they sound completely different throughout the years. And sometimes you're in the mood, you know, sometimes you want young Bob Dylan. Sometimes you want old Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you want young Beatles. Sometimes you want old Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you want young Johnny Cash. And sometimes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like it's, very good way to find new artists. That's the greatest thing Spotify has done. It's just being able to find artists, but it, it does tailor to you and what you like a lot too. Mm-hmm. So it is hard to like branch out of that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is why we like, we do this podcast and like try to like meet and talk mm-hmm. about everybody. I have like Slavic fucking music talking about earlier. It's like <laughs> one of the greatest things. I'm going to go check that out. Oh, oh, I've got a playlist. Uh, my friend, my friend has a playlist for you. You will have the to c- share that. The yes. cigarettes and Gopniks playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take 12, please. With, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, yeah. I'll send it to you in a minute. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, it's a good, it's a good playlist. It's, it's good pump to get you pumped. It's actually a kind of a good segue into our, you had suggested to like, just do a quick checkout on our, our on repeat on Spotify, that little playlist. So yeah. Yeah. Do you, you guys want to go first? Uh, um, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's, what's just been going on, uh, What's the what's the number one? Um, uh, number one for me on my on repeat playlist. If you got a five minute if you got a five minute drive, and it's you know it's going to be clear the whole way. What are you putting on? Right. Well, God, that varies so much. Um, and it's uh, it's three o'clock on a sunny weekday. <laughs> on a sunny weekday, I'm I'm playing Swans. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll get to them in a second, but. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really depends, like, f- for me, music is, like, so situational mm. <laughs> and, like, so dependent on my mood and everything. Um, I mean, you're, late- you're feeling productive. You want to get, you want to get shit done. <laughs> um, you're on your way home from work. On, on my way home from work? hmm It's a beautiful day and spend the rest of the day jerking off and you're happy (laughs) (laughs) and i'm happy uh i mean um ease up kid by hippocampus is a really good very happy nice song that i've been getting into like the past year and that's a good one my my most played lately has been nose grows some by tom york oh nice it was the closer to uh his album tomorrow's modern boxes and uh yeah that album there's a lot of loops and everything and this song is very i guess cathartic would be uh. best word uh is he, he he does really well with like a with like a just kind of has a loop in the background and mm. his lyricism is always very strong i've also been digging uh if you say the word by radiohead nice as well that's a good one yeah, I've been I have been digging into Swans a bit lately. Uh, just like mainly uh, "To Be Kind," which I listened to a bit before nice. that album. 
um, and a couple other tracks here and there. For those who don't know, uh, Swans, if I had to describe them in one word, it would be evil. <laughs> they're <laughs> nasty. They're they're very misanthropic. Um, I mean, the, he's a friendly guy, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nice guy, apparently. Yeah. And and he did a hilarious cover of um, Under Pressure. With, oh, uh, yeah. With, uh, oh, who did he do? With the guy from... Um, Shushu. Do you know you know Shushu? I think I've heard they're the they're name. another very mis they're a slightly gayer misanthropic uh very well, I mean it's like, you know, it's part of the Yeah. It's part of the whole But it's it's like theatrical it's like weird it's like theatrical from like a from like the dark it's very dark sometimes. Mm. But it's also like um they did a really they did a Shushu did a really good cover of soundtrack oh if anybody's yeah anybody's a twin peaks fan oh yeah i'm, I'm big um, big twin peaks fan here yeah but they did a cool but they're very they're kind of in the same weird artsy kind of circles as uh as swans mm-hmm. and they did a hilarious cover of <laughs> under pressure <laughs> i can only imagine like that that it would be under crazy. pressure <laughs> um but yeah they're they're like uh swans can be pretty pretty minimal. The terror what? of knowing what this song's <laughs> what it's all about. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm checking that out right after we finish this. Good friends screaming, let me out. <laughs> but yeah, so consider yourselves warned, listeners. If you choose to check them out. Other than that, like uh I found some of the earlier tracks on To Be Kind sound like heat stroke. <laughs> and I think that might be associated with the fact that I listened to the whole album for the first time walking on the Confederation Trail, like in the afternoon during like one of the hottest days of summer. And I walked all the way downtown on in like sandals. And uh, I was listening to like screenshot. And like a big part of that is like this high pitched drone. It just sounds like... Um, you're in a bucket of cicadas and lava. <laughs> it's a great song. I love it. It is song. a great, it's, but it's, it's, but it's, well, but it's like that driving pace, like, yeah, makes you, I feel it like just builds the whole, the whole way. It's really good. It's that incredible feeling of, if you want to feel like you're on like a, you know, like a baton death march from World War II, <laughs> if you want, then uh, that, those are the playlists for you because it's got that driving beat and it's just adding more and more sounds to uh filming and then it pulls back and then it's it's uh experience it's really cool mm. the seer is really the seer is a is a good album that's when when they mm. really started going in that more drone kind of direction because before then they were um were part, they were more like uh like punk like punk industrial like they were part of the no wave uh no oh, wave yeah. scene which was like this really hipster like 70s hipster um scene from new york big compilation album of all the no wave it's like called no no new york it's got some of their early stuff which is like very industrial um sick it's very it's sick gym music it's sick <laughs> gym music it's like cool. it's uh it's but it's completely different and then there was like a weird middle phase where it was like as a goth rock hmm. they did they went through like a goth rock phase where they brought in more instrumentation and um uh i gotta take another swan i gotta take another swan dive <laughs> and um 
Yeah, I'll have to dig more into their stuff. I do this thing where like the fir- their first album is is uh, is it's the it, it's called Filth, mm-hmm. and it's it's well, yeah it's with the, the teeth. Quinti- yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. the teeth. Yeah, you've seen the T-shirts. It's the teeth. It's the uh, that's the quintessential early uh, Swans kind of. Yeah, I did. I did listen to to feel happiness off of that lately. Um, but uh, yeah, like I I do this thing wherever like. Maybe I find, maybe it's a song that I really like, or maybe it's an album, and I pretty much only listen to that for a while before I finally start to branch out. It's kind of like that with Swans, like I I know To Be Kind, and maybe like one or two other songs, but like pretty much only that, but like I know like... The Great Annihilator is good. Yeah, like Um, I know I want to go back and... and Soundtracks for the... People say... People well, then they say that the newer albums are they're so much they're very orchestral and um, the mm-hmm. first album in the new Swans has like three phases. They've got the the original industrial phase. They've got the middle goth rock phase, and then they've got the, and then but between each of these phases, they go off in different directions, and it's like a transition zone, which is kind of cool too. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, they do have a lot of the fir- yeah. The first of the new like- one is soundtracks for the blind, mm-hmm. which is. Apparently it was like a, uh, is literally like literally a soundtrack for a movie that was never, I don't know. Oh, if, really? Like the movie was planned and, and everything. You, you, I don't know if they just planned the album based on that concept or if it was like an actual, they might've had like a director friend that had their movie canceled or something like that. Or hmm. I'm not sure exactly the, there's definitely some story that's waiting to be, you know, discovered on that one, but it's yeah. definitely got the vibe of like, they, they took very, very much. They took a lot of pain to, uh, yeah. So it's got like inter- interlude tracks and like sections of um, like field recordings of like interviews of yeah, like interview kind of like what uh, Godspeed, uh, mm-hmm. Black Emperor does, uh, where they'll they'll have um, like field recording interviews of like old people talking about their childhood or or like people in asylums or yeah. Uh, Interesting, uh, kind of tidbit, whatever, whatever vibe they're trying to uh, to put across. Yeah, but yeah, like I've uh, on, on that soundtrack note, I have been listening to a bit more of uh, Tomorrow's Harvest by Boards of Canada lately. Although mm-hmm. uh, more broadly, like I've been listening to a lot of Yo Gaddy. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And also, before that, I was listening to a bit of Campfire Head Phase, really appreciating that album more, because, like, I don't know, I kind of passed over it before, except for, like, the the track uh, Peacock Tail. That's a good track. But, like, going back over it now, like, it's a, it's a solid album for sure. Nice. But, yeah, like, I mean, Boards of Canada is, like, one of my number ones. Like, nice. Top did, three easy. Did you ever get into um, Animal Collective? Oh yeah, I like Animal Collective. Nice. Do you yeah. ever get into their early stuff? Because they're, I feel like they're mm. kind of the anti-swans, <laughs> where they're so their they, their music is so like dementedly kind of childish and and kind of happy, yeah. Not happy sounding. Sometimes some of it's pretty. Some of it, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right because like it's very like. Um, it's manic. It's yeah. It's it's, like, it's manic. Whereas swans, it's manic is and like, colorful. Whereas swans is like a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, and uh yeah no actually just a little like a few days ago i was kind of 
digging through some of their stuff. I really like their album, Meriwether Post Pavilion. That's a classic, of course. Yeah, yeah that's the... Um, I know a couple tracks from other albums, but that's that's the only one that I've ever done like a full album listen to. Mm. That's, a, that's a great album. Um, yeah, and pretty much other than that for me, uh, the song August by Flip Turn is a great kind of summery, mm. little bit melancholic, but good vibes on that one. Anyway, over to you, Nick. Um, yeah, literally not a whole lot of variety on this little playlist for me because I've the, the couple albums came out and I discovered a thing. So I've been listening to like the same five albums for about a month straight now. So my most listened to song is Daylight off of Shinedown. Hypothermic is my second from Goodnight Texas. Really digging that. L, which I saw live at the Our Lady Peace concert. So that was really cool. Nice. And nice. then uh, Five Finger Death Punch just released an album last Friday, which I'm oh. less and less excited for their albums these days because well, yeah. I, I still love them. Like um, I, I used to love Five Finger Death Punches. They get a lot, they get a lot of hate. You know they had some they had some fucking bangers. You know you got to you got to. Uh, I'll I'll never I'll never be ashamed of any. Uh, I'll never be ashamed of my. Uh, what what other um, Five Finger Death Punch Three Days Grace. That was, what was that, like the post-grunge? Not post-grunge. Three Days Grace maybe it was post-grunge. Mm. But, yeah. I, uh, yeah, Five Ring of Death Punch had a couple of six. Um, and what did, uh, Rise Against. Rise Against, yeah, I love them. Big fan. I was, I had a Rise Against uh, CD. Uh, it was the yellow one that had. Yeah, the uh, Raise to Appeal uh, Reason. Appeal to appeal reason. To reason. Appeal yeah. to reason. Yeah, I have that CD. Oh man, that's sick. I have that on vinyl. It's so good. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I have actually every single Rise Against vinyl, or, uh, album on vinyl. <laughs> oh, sick. sick. I, yeah, I, I love their whole discography. Nice. It's a lot of power chords and a lot of the same stuff, but the, like the melodies and the rhythms that they come up with, man. Oh yeah, good oh songs. yeah. Death Punch, the the new album. There's a song called Pick Up Behind You, and it it like slaps in a very different way. Like I'm, nice. I'm excited to see them do some different things and. Uh, yeah, I was a Volbeat album, uh, Seal the Deal, Boogie. Mm. I've been jamming the album in there. But uh, yeah, the Our Lady Peace, the Shine Down, the Five Finger Death Punch, and the nice. two Goodnight Texas albums. That's been my my, my hoedown <laughs> for like the last month. Nice. It's been great. But uh, what about you, Devin, man? What are you jamming on? Me? Uh, well, my playlist is cluttered up with, um, since the camping trip, it's all dad rock. Uh, it's all yeah. dad rock. Dadified. It's uh, what do we got? I got the Mull River Shuffle. The, I've been listening to some Rankin Fam. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of like uh, folk. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, um, when the speaking of environments, when the when the fire was burning low, I pulled out the the Ebo yes. Cowboy tunes of uh, Zach Bryan heading south. Um, the whole Sweet Deanne album is uh, the whole Sweet Deanne album. Um. Yeah, I'm big, big Zach Ryan, uh, Brian fan. I think he he just came out with um, he's on like a second album. Uh, he just he just started out. He's kind of uh, got some Eagles on here. We got oh the rack on the rack on tours. I found that they did a live album at the Electric Studio where Jimi Hendrix made that his fan live album. There with Jack White. Of, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jack of the the White Stripes, right? And um, it's like this crazy, super noisy, uh, like just it it it's uh, balls to the wall kind of. A couple of songs. Um, Blank Generation is sick. Uh, dazed and what is it? Dazed and confused. 
bored and bored and raised. Yeah, California bored and raised. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, in the new Pusha T album, I'm a big I'm a big Pusha T fan. I, I listen to less. Uh, sometimes I'll I'll be obsessed with a, a rap album. I'm always a big Kanye fan, but I love Pusha T and his fucking his new album. Got uh, Kanye and Pharrell on. Half of the beats are done by Kanye. Half of the beats are done by Pharrell. And then he brings back his, uh, in some of his tracks, he brings back his, um, his brother. They used to be in a, in a rap group called Clips. And it's that, they had a, a really good album, uh, what is it, Hell Hath No Fury. They're, Pusha T, only, he only raps about dealing cocaine. That's the only thing. That's he, funny. He, he, as many way, in every way that you can make that interesting, he manages to, <laughs> to do so. So uh, that's a sick album that I've been... I've been Love it. Um, when I'm driving, because I was listening to a... Oh, and I've... I've <laughs> the Berserk theme song. Anybody's a Berserk... Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean the Guts theme? The Guts... The, oh, the, I love that. The Guts theme, but also the really... Uh, <laughs> The out of place uh, intro to the anime, the anime oh, yeah. intro. The uh, tell me why, tell me, where all where the where it's like in it's in not it's not so good English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it, that's a sick uh, old school eighties. There's mm. there's some other uh, power. There's a, there are more good tracks in that uh, more than just one good track in that uh, that and. Because uh, I was reading and uh, listening to an audiobook about uh, Genghis Khan, I started listening to this band mm. called Tenegar Cavalry, where they just do they do like have like Mon- Mongolian heavy metal with like traditional were uh, they, violin. Were they the ones you showed me last summer? Maybe uh, they might have been. They might have been. The like will transform into eagles and oh do the, like... no no that was the Who that was the, oh, the okay. same genre same same genre but. Uh, Fucking love the Who. The Who is sick. The, you, well, you got to you got to listen to Tenegar Cavalry. I think I think you're thinking of a different Who. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did a cover of uh, one of Metallica's songs on their blacklist that they just released last year, where they had uh, like 53 different songs by 53 different artists. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, and they were one of them, and they covered I forget what song it is, and I was like, oh my fucking god, I love this band, and like went and checked out They're all sick, their right? shit. Yeah, They're Lo- sick. I love that genre, like they, the Mongolian. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh the the it's like they got their own. The string instrumentation is is great. They got the heavy, you know, double bass. Um, and the sick. It's uh it's great for driving. You know, as it's as it's meant to be. Uh, you know, it's meant to be listening to while r- riding your uh your war steed out on the on the step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are uh, really transports. <laughs> you're charging into battle, and that is the only acceptable music. Exactly, cavalry and th- cavalry oh. and thousands is a song by um, more of like a chill indie rock song. Uh, I was hearing it all on the radio all the time in Toronto because it's by a Toronto artist. Uh, Meet me at our spot by the Anxiety. That's a sick, just kind of a kind of a chill kind of indie, kind of like a chill hop kind of vibe song yeah just been kind of cycling through that and whatever pops and you know whatever kind of pop interesting you know rarely i'll hear something interesting and try and check that out because it's hard to it's hard to keep in there's so much new music it's hard to keep in touch with whatever you find yourself in in just kind of the um find yourself in the youtube algorithm and, and you get stuck in there so branch out every once in a while so yeah absolutely 
it uh it's definitely hard to get like yeah like that spotify sucks you into that kind of that pool or even just in general yeah you mm-hmm. get stuck in that kind of vibe me up and jamming the same fucking five albums for like a month now so <laughs> but i mean like if i love something so much i'm like i kind of want to like i don't want to like squeeze the juice out of the limit like immediately all the way i kind of mm. want to savor it over a little bit of time yeah you know? yeah exactly exactly but enjoy it while i'm like loving it because like there's not many times i'm like i fucking love this album it's great so yeah it's like, i, I kind of <laughs> run it to the ground a bit just to get like ride that high the feeling is so rare that you want to uh when you capture it you go crazy exactly. uh, yeah so uh we're we're getting we're getting in pretty deep now we're more than an hour in but uh before we close up did you want to tell your story about the travis scott concert you were at (laughs) oh okay i was um oh absolutely well you you said you went to your first um first mosh pet uh recently right surprisingly not at judas priest but at three days grace it's because we had seats nice very nice well um it wasn't it was one of my first mosh pets uh, a couple of years back, I went to Oshiego with a couple of friends of mine. Right. And when um, This was when Travis Scott was headlining. This was when Astroworld literally came out the day before. And it was, uh, yeah, yeah. And actually, surprisingly, some of the, the craziest um, and most life-threatening mosh pits I, I went to were at uh, rap concerts. Because it was all kinds of... Um, it was all kinds of different music, uh, crazy amounts of crazy things, but, and there were just so many people and they, and they didn't really prepare at some of these. Uh, so the, the, uh, we, we saw smoke perp, which was a cr- smoke perp. And then Ray Shremert were like chest to chest. Like people were p- absolutely packed because everybody was trying to get to the front and like jump on stage and they were crowd diving and, and all kinds of craziness stayed Saturday and Sunday because the Travis Scott concert was the day after we were talking about um how just uh how riot how riot situations tend to just happen when uh, you get enough uh you get enough people together and stick them in a place and and you make it it just turns into an extremely chaotic situation without even don't even you don't even need to have you don't even need to provocateurs in the crowd to get that going if that's something that you want to uh to get going and I witnessed that because Travis Scott got held up at the border for an hour right and and nearly uh nearly caused a riot because everybody was you know everybody was absolutely soaked in sweat from dancing yeah. all day uh oh we went we went to a really sick Alan Walker EDM concert too bouncy tiles on the floor so people were like launching themselves <laughs> into each other Jesus like like these little plastic uh, like square blocks that were like all over all it was like a mat with these raised bubbles that would that would you would you could bounce off of that's kind of cool it was, it was really cool um, it was one it was one of the sickest uh, shows but you know from the Everybody was soaked in sweat. It was nighttime. It was cold. People were coming down off of whatever they were coming down off of. And then, uh, you know, there's, it's, it's message that Travis Scott might not even, might not even be there. Yeah. So it's, you know, they're like, just wait, you know, 10, you know, 15 more minutes, 20, you know, half an hour where we have, we don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on basically. And right. people are talking, people stick around being cold and wet and miserable. Yeah. Or, uh, that sucks. 
So after after an hour, it was finally. But the the weirdest thing is that they they closed all of the gates. Oh really? <laughs> they cl- yeah they closed off like most of the gates right because it was I don't know if it was because people were rushing them or they wanted to direct people towards right. one specific gate or yeah generally or anyway people didn't know what uh, so anyway there there started ban- like basically marauding bands of people were kind of like down for like you know roving around looking for like food, water, drugs, whatever, uh, you know, whatever to keep them, whatever to keep themselves occupied. And it was just the, mostly it was just the visuals because they still had the pyrotechnics going on, smoke everywhere. It was like bathed in like purple and red light. And it was just like mud pits everywhere. So it looked like it was like a, like a war zone or some sort of like airplane raid. And, (laughs) uh, (laughs) And like people are like making like ramshackle campsites. There's like a whole lineup of people like puking along the fence. Oh my god! It's uh, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about outdoor it was, concerts. It was be- it was absolutely it was incredible. <laughs> it was cool to just kind of sit back and watch what was going on. The chaos is unfold. Yeah, the absolute, yeah, the absolute chaos of um, random girls. Where's my friends? Oh, I lost my friends. And um, <laughs> where am I? Where? My life. <laughs> I took some pills and now I don't know where I am. <laughs> this isn't the jazz museum. This isn't the jazz. Yeah. Mus- this isn't the jazz festival. This isn't Florida. Where? <laughs> but he ended up. He after like an hour and a half, he ended up. Uh, did end up uh, arriving and uh, sick. You know, it was a sick. Lots of pyrotechnics and, and stuff. Lots of people were getting carried out on on, stre- on stretchers. <laughs> Um, he saw, he, uh, one time he did stop the, uh, the crowd because he saw somebody was like, somebody like had a seizure in like the crowd or something. Let's get that person out of here. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was, uh, you know, that was pretty, I mean, it was a sick concert, crazy experience. Um, pyrotechnics in the, in the visual, incredible and incredible stage. Cool. But, uh, things got a little scary for, for a minute there and it was just, mm-hmm. uh, Kind of tantamount to like when you get all these people together and you get them hyped up and then it's like you, something unexpected happens and they discover that they can't leave. Mm. <laughs> Strange, you know, we, it gets a little, it gets a little, uh, a little dicey. It's a little dicey. I mean, thank God he showed up when he did because I was ready to stab a bitch. <laughs> I was on, I was, uh, yeah, me too. I was, I was looking around for, you know. All I could find were dandelion stems, so nobody, luckily nobody fell to my blade, but uh, yeah, I was, I just remember me and my buddy sitting on like a park bench on like kind of a raised area and we were, you know, kind of vibing, just watching the different, cause we, we'd been lost. We'd lost our friends for like an hour, <laughs> an hour before too. So we, uh, we eventually like kind of, we all, we all knew that we would migrate towards the same kind of area to, uh, we weren't too worried, but uh, it was just kind of cool seeing the different, uh, <laughs> the various kind of tribes that kind of arise, right? There's like the, there's the water seeker, there's the pukers, the water seekers, there's the, uh, you know, the people that are, <laughs> the people trying to, you know, the people trying to calm everybody else down while, like, while silently freaking out themselves. Yeah, the moms. Well, yeah, exactly. The, the, the moms. clan, the clan moms. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting how uh, you know because you because at these things people run you run into people that you've never met before and you probably won't yeah, meet again exactly and uh, you just kind of form up into into groups based where you're going or, yeah. or what's uh, it's it's funny seeing the like.
civilization breakdown in real time. Yeah, in real on time. A mini- yeah. On a miniature scale. It's very rare. Yeah, on a miniature scale. Yeah, like it's uh, especially everybody's on fucking drugs and shit. Like, oh yeah, people, it's uh, yeah. it makes for a wild. Oh yeah, that's, and then that's wild. Yeah. And then the next day was um, the post. I think the next day was the post Malone concert. We were the only ones to start a mosh pit. Everybody oh, else was man. Like, nobody. Everybody else was like, "What are you guys doing?" It's like because we were big post Malone fans from right. when he was like a SoundCloud rapper, right? Right. So to see him in uh, in concert, and he was hammered. I think he had just he started a chant where he, where he got everybody to basically tell his ex girlfriend to fuck off. Oh my god! He was like, "Oh, the, he comes out with like a red solo cup full of uh, on the count of on the count of three, everybody say fuck that bitch, fuck." That. And he started a chant. And uh, it's funny because like within the same friend group, you could see girls that were like absolutely going crazy because they yeah. love Post Malone. Yeah. And then their friends that were looking at them in disgust. It's like, how could you even say that? Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and it was, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's kind of. That, that's the theme of the whole, I think this was when he was just, just releasing, um, your bongs and Bentleys. Okay. And, uh, that's, he say consistent, you know, heart, you know, heartbreak and breakup songs and yeah. heartbreak and breakup songs are all consistent part of all, uh, all of that and, and very relatable to a lot of people. So yeah, I think everybody has probably dealt with that at one point in time, hence oh, the popularity. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that was a, uh, and then in the evening for the last concert, the biggest, uh, the biggest mosh pit was uh, Rockhampton. It was one of, the, and that was a really, really sick, uh, really sick. I, I just remember the the vision. There was like two. There was more space. There was because uh, the other ones it was all packed chest to chest, and you would be just like a part of like a human wave where you would get you your feet wouldn't even touch the ground. You would just get lifted up, and. Um, You'd have to like stick your elbows out. Otherwise your ribs would literally get crushed, but there was a little bit more space at the Brockhampton, a little bit more. I don't know if it was a bigger field or was more, um, I think maybe because it was the end of the kind of the end of the show. It was, it was definitely more diehard fans and there was more space in between them. So people could like run around like crazy. (laughs) And I just remember there was like literally two people were opening up like pits and uh, there were two literally hockey rink sized uh, pits with just like a thin line of like people in between them. And they were both unaware of the other one. They formed, it was like, uh, what do you call it? Co- covalent, simultaneous evolution of two, two uh, separate hush uh, pits. And then I just... <laughs> parallel? Parallel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. parallel evolution. But, but I remember looking over, I remember looking at the thin line of people and uh, you can see the realization when they look behind when they look behind them, and they realize there's another massive pit on the other side of them, and they look back and they look forth and they're like, "Let's just make one big, pit. let's just make one big pit." Open up that fucking pit. <laughs> That's so funny. And then, and then, um, and then people just people just ran at each other, and they uh, started. It was. Yeah, all they, death. It was. It was all. It was sick. It was. It was absolutely sick. People. Everybody was jumping. It was. But it was. It was hilarious seeing people look over their shoulder and not even realize that there was nobody behind them for like th- like twenty feet. <laughs> and then there. And then the. Re- and then the sudden realization of danger of like, oh wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, a very I'm thin. Danger. Lo- I'm in danger. This is everything is fine. <laughs> I'm in the middle of. Uh, yeah, I'm in the middle. <laughs> 
pretty powerful kinetic energy coming my way. So that was it. So yeah, it was all overall, uh, great time, you know, <laughs> but you know, what concert, what uh, good concert don't you? Right. I mean, if there's not at least a little bit of danger of you dying at a concert, what the fuck's the oh, point yeah. of going to Actually, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> but after the first concert on the very first day, uh, he'll never live this down and we'll never, <laughs> we'll never let him. But a friend of ours, he, uh, I think, I don't know if he had food poisoning or something like that, but he just got like terribly, terribly ill and uh, had to go back. So we already, we already lost one, one soldier that day and. Basically, I had to like medevac him because I think he walked in and like as soon as we walked in, we we see somebody being carried out on a stretcher. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Never a good sign. I mean, you know, it's it's people. It's all dehydration. People know people. Yeah. People don't bring enough water. They overcharge for water once you get in there. Yeah. It's because um, that was another thing at the Travis Scott concert is everybody ran. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's I mean, like the Woodstock 99 documentary that just came out on Netflix. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. I, yeah. I want to uh, I, I should mean, I should take a look at that now, actually, because that's seems like it was a little kind of similar. It's yeah, the horror stories. I've heard just heard many things throughout the years just about that. Like that's one of the worst like riots and like rape. All like, oh, my God. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, it's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a whole another topic for a whole another episode. But th- this has been really great to have you on. This has been great conversations, man. Well, thank you, man. It's always a always a good time, always a pleasure. You know, great talking about music and and, and you know all kinds of random other stuff. Oh, yeah. with, uh with some good friends so, having me on, and uh, you know, I hope you guys had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we I had a blast. It's great to see you. And anytime, man, you're around, well, we can always do another one of these. We, awesome, thank we, you. Man. We can talk forever. It appears about <laughs> anything. So that's great stuff. Yeah, honestly, I'm always I'm always down. You know, never prepared, but uh, <laughs> well, I, I do a little bit of little uh, yeah, a little bit of shower prep. But yeah. uh, that's beautiful, man. Um, shower prep. That sounds dirty. That's, <laughs> that's clean, crisp and clean. No garbage. Um, but yeah, um, check us out on uh, social media. Wow, we have a band. We're on Instagram and Facebook. We have our uh, Gmail email. You can email us at wowwehaveaband at gmail.com. Send us your suggestions, your stories, your love, you know, whatever you want. Follow on Spotify. Follow, rate 10 out of 10 on Spotify or 5, you, whatever YouTube? it is. YouTube? Uh, not on YouTube. Uh, um, not yet. Not yet. On Google Podcasts and nice. a couple other here and there but we're getting there you know we're, we're in this little podcast is going to take over the world someday so get ready for it baby exactly um but yeah check us out send us some suggestions we'll check you out on the flippity flip awesome and what was that uh plug for your friend that you mentioned oh josh character josh caligiracos uh suitcase studios on instagram you can see the you can see the whole uh he's got a crazy amazing setup uh extremely professional incredibly multi-talented guy um i believe he's he's got his own um at least one band if not multiple uh musical projects because he's a you know very talented he's a talented uh piano guitar drums um yeah so uh, check out suitcase studios and uh truly nyash uh nyasha is another amazing uh hip-hop producer beat producer uh, i believe i believe he's rapping as well um he's another guy i went to school with uh good friend. check both of them out on uh instagram uh soundcloud maybe spotify as well uh sweet and uh no plugs for you personally nothing for me uh nothing for me yet uh, i'm working on my uh working on my, for my photography portfolio which uh called towers trees and towers uh dot, probably the probably the avenue that i'll be 
releasing, you know, content. Sell, uh, get some photography. I uh, want to make some photography books and photo prints of just like Toronto maritime uh, landscape. Uh, it's kind of a landscape and architecture. If I, if I do have video content, I like to uh, putting video content, now that I have a, a, a decent video camera, having music with uh, with that as well. Anything I, I make, I'll, I'll be putting on there, and I know I might make some other stuff in the future, but mm. that's what I got going on right now. I got a lot to, uh, a lot to prepare for, so we'll see. How yeah. things, we'll see how things evolve. Very sweet. Yeah. If uh, yeah, we'll we'll plug that stuff whenever you got it, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on in the near future. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, man. We're excited to see whatever you come up with. Whatever you do, you got a lot of talent. We'll uh, see you guys later. Hi, and welcome to our show. Fuck. Welcome to We Have the Show, why we have our band. It's a show about music, why we love it, and why it's so powerful and invigorating and dominating and scary. I'm your host, Nick. I'm your own. And I am the other host, uh, Nick, again. <laughs> and I'm the third host, Dwellbar, Destroyer of Worlds. We have a special appearance this day. We have a really return guest. Do best. Yelma, welcome. Yes, I have received the traditional welcome of the people. Yelma, it involves every single one of them sucking your dick. <laughs>